Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 3, Episode 8, where we watch Crisley Knows Best, Season 6, Episode 1, then followed by Season 1, Episode <laughs> 1 of Chris Lorenz. Brian Houston. I'm Harrison Hoffman. And Noah Singer. Uh, yeah, so this was recommended to us on Twitter today by Once Over Doc. Uh, I hate you. Thank you. I just want to let you know that I hope you don't watch the show. But you should follow <laughs> us I on hope, Twitter. I hope, for your sake of sanity, I hope you don't watch the show. There you go. What are your thoughts about the show, Chris? Top third, but, middle third, uh, bottom um, third. I, <laughs> five star show. <laughs> right there, right there, right there. I, I guarantee you it's going to be four bottoms. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, not even close. Harrison, give me a description on this one. USA Network's hit reality series, Chrisley Knows Best, follows the shenanigans of outspoken helicopter parent Todd Chrisley and his over-the-top Southern family, which includes his loving wife, Julie, and their charming outspoken children, Lindsay, Chase, Savannah, and Grayson. There's no uh, granddaughter in that description. That is true. I mean, we can get, I mean, I mean, I, we can get to the granddaughter. I just I like the granddaughter. No, Be- she's great. Before yeah. before we get into this a little bit, <laughs> Brian one I think this is a topic Brian wants to talk about is like how fake this show is. Yeah. Quite fake. There's this it, is definitely an is it is this a reality show though? I feel like it's not necessarily fake, but it's very like all the segments are set up. I don't know if they I don't think they're given lines. It, they are hundred percent given lines. Like everything's a now, goddamn zinger. Sometimes I think they're given lines, and sometimes I don't think they. Do are. you think they have that southern charm down pat like that? Oh yeah, dude. This isn't. This That's is how you sell wit. houses. Like you need archer uh, level true. wit to pull this shit off. Yeah, like it, that was pretty high level. I mean, I, I get. I'll give it to you. There's definitely some times where I think that they're given lines, but I think that it's more just like produced segment and not necessarily like a written segment. I mean, like, Chris, they, look at the three quotes that you have. The first episode, tell me that that entire segment didn't rely on those three. Yeah, good call, Brian. I, uh, I mean, I think it's certainly possible that, that the writing, like, the way that I imagine that the show works is like, they're like, okay, we're going to shoot for 30 minutes in the kitchen and we want you guys to talk about like what you guys want to do this weekend and just kind of banter for a little bit and we'll shoot it for a while. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll write some one-liners for the dad because he has to have those one-liners. I uh, Yeah. And I, yeah. I do mean, you think he's, he could actually be good at one-liners though? It's possible. Like it's possible. Especially like when you're on the TV show and you're just trying to get more one-liners, like are you hiring a one-liner writer. Like, here's, what are you doing? Here's something that was kind of weird though. Like, I th- I felt like his one-liners were a lot crisper in season one than season six. Like, I don't know if you uh, noticed that at all. Like, I feel like he was so. really, he was getting in there with the zingers a lot more. I, I think they know. just passed off the writer to like grandma that had them in it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, the one thing I got to say though, the smoothness of his delivery of the one-liners does make him seem authentic or yeah. at least very well trained in acting. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I mean, I wrote down some one liners like work it like your honeymoon, but it was one of the one. Who was that? You're going to have to explain the context. Yeah. I know. I'm line. just saying like that was one of his one liners. Uh, I don't know what's riding harder. You or the pantyhose. Yep. Yeah. Which was, the context for these are the mother and him go to a doctor's appointment and he's just giving these one-liners to his 
grand his mother his, his mother yeah yeah his 73 <laughs> year old mother and uh, we will, i guess these uh, lines were very yeah, sexual yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite uh, sexual and so we could we can talk about this whole grandma part of the show if I, we want to. I, I don't know if we want to go over Harrison, I think we need to you need to tell me what the show is first. Okay. I mean, this is this is one of those shows where like they have discovered a group of seemingly interesting people and have just decided to make a reality show about their lives basically. Yeah. And this dude made a bunch of money in real estate or something like that. And this is the show about how he runs his family, basically. Theoretically. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, just family drama show, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's a family drama not, show. Not like Bold and the Beautiful drama, but... But, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's more real than the show is. Um, <laughs> so, the plot lines through episode... The first episode we watched was season six, episode one. Yep. Was... This grandma going to the doctor. Yep. And then having to work out. Yeah. Essentially. There's like weird, stupid stuff with like trainer and not trainer, whatever. Which, which I want to get yeah, into. We're, we're gonna get yeah, we're going to get into In the minutiae segment, we're going to get into I'm that. I'm stating that I want to get into it. Uh, and then what other... We've got the granddaughter. The granddaughter's is birthday. Is having a birthday party. And there's some sort of quote unquote competition for the best... Like entertainment for the party, entertainment slash gift. Yep. Yeah, it's basically gonna it was you know who who's gonna win the party. Uh, and was there any other through line from that episode? Those were those were the big ones, I think. And then yeah. the f- season one, episode one, the through lines are. Well, we gotta get into them in the minutia, but essentially they're yeah. like trying to open up this new store. So there's a lot of like conversations about that. And there's a lot of conversations about how the dad won't let the daughter or son go on a date with somebody or go do something. They, uh, it's not even a date. It's just going well, out. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, like, was, it, it, it seems like, like they basically wanted to use the first episode to showcase the dynamics between like the parents and the kids and like how controlling he is. And Yeah, that seemed to be the through line. I don't think there's any other things yeah, going on. Yeah, that was, that's pretty much it. Uh, so now we can get back to the minutia. Finally. <laughs> as we get so close to talking about the minutia. Okay. So we should definitely talk about this mom. I'm a, She's like the best character yeah, on the show. I was about to say, like, it's a hot take, but it's not a hot take. That The Graham is the best character on this whole show. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. great. She seems like she's pretty authentic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that seems... I feel like she's the only one that I feel feels authentic. Yeah, for sure. All the other people, like, have whiter teeth than the white paint in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's insane because it just clashes so much with just their like, they're not like, they're still like really white people, but they're like, their teeth are so white. The contrast is crazy. Oh yeah. The kids are authentic. The, yeah. The little, little kids. Yeah. Not I mean, but the, they're like yeah. 15, they're authentic, but bad authentic. Like, like I'm the just five like, year olds? yeah, I don't No, I like the granddaughter. So I, the, the yeah. grandmother and the granddaughter are right. like the two best people. Okay. Yeah. Since you brought up the granddaughter, we got to crack. Who the hell is the mother of this child? So I was, you know, I was being kind of bad and googling a little bit while we were watching this show. It is. This is definitely you're on your phone. Like I don't. I'm sorry. 
I kind of picked up a bunch of random information. One of the random pieces of information I picked up is, so there was this guy, I don't know what his name is, so I'm just going to call him Eric for right now, who shows up in season one, episode one, and we're like, and it says, you know, like, whatever, Chrisley's son, and we're like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. He and, was on the show for, like, 30 seconds. And, like, he was on the show for 30 seconds to basically say, like, I don't know... I think I got to get away for a little bit and figure my life out basically. Yeah. And apparently that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. So like this guy is like, is like estranged from the family and this girl is his daughter that he hmm. is like, I'm not sure what this guy's deal is currently, but he's not taking care of that kid. So, the, so the, so the dad, so the, so the grandpa's taking care of it. The oh. mother of the child is just not taking care of it, nor is the father. Un- yeah. Both parents seem to be out of the picture for some reason. Right. That is, I mean, almost at that point, it's weird to call them your granddaughter. At that point, it's like, yeah, I mean, like it's he's still their granddaughter. I mean, like he has, nah. he has, like uh, apparently, like according to what I read, like he has full custody of that girl now. Like so, some something crazy okay. is going. Yeah. That's why I was Definitely. like, it's so crazy that there's no mother, there's no father. Yeah. She didn't say mom. Like you think you'd call them? So she has no one to call mom or dad. Essentially, in her life right now, it's not great. She's yeah. Like dad, you're such a loser. Mom, you're equally a loser. Yep. Like at least she has a good home now. No, no. I mean, she has a good home. That's know. great. Yeah. But it's very confusing while watching the show. No doubt. Because they start out, I guess, as we talk about the minutia. They start out season six. They don't freaking explain anything. But in, that's fair. In episode six. one, they didn't explain anything in episode season one, episode one either. Well, no, no. there's like, yep, yeah. we used to be poor. Now we got a bunch of money. Look at this house and all our kids. I'm a crazy person. But they use and the show. Like all the tea up. They use the show and the character dynamics to like tell you what's up. Sure. Right. Like usually the reality shows are pretty spoon fed in the beginning on establishing your characters. Uh, I mean, I kind of get a season one, right? Like season one, I feel like I kind of understood what was going on. There wasn't anything complicated, but season six, I'm like, who is this? Who is this dog? Like they don't, they don't do like a, Hey, catch up minute segment or something that like is super quick that gets you in. Like they're trying to get new viewers. Noah, like if I watched that episode, which I did, and I'm not. <laughs> but like, you're not going to continue on because you're like, who are these? Like, who is that person? And they never explain it. They got their base. They know what they're doing. I mean, it's fine if you have two million viewers and that's all the viewers you want, yeah. like ever. But you think a season five There's recap is gonna not get a season five season recap? Six? I just want you to like explain more about the people, and like. As I guess season one, there was another daughter that was on the show that's not yeah. in season six at all and not mentioned. And they also have a like a kid. Yeah, she had a kid. Yeah. Savannah. No, Savannah oh, is Savannah's the girl. younger one. Yeah. Yeah, Savannah was in both. Okay. It was the one that was older. The older yeah, no, I just forgot her name. I don't know. I thought the older either. was Savannah. Um so uh, So back to the Minutia, the grandma. Back to the okay. grandma. Yeah, so like, so there's this whole storyline with the grandma where it's like, um, Barry, Barry's his name, right? Is that his name? I don't know. Barry? Todd, Todd. Todd. Todd, not it's Barry. Todd Kluke? Todd Chrisley. So oh, oh, Chrisley. Todd, Todd's basically like, okay, uh, we got to take you to the doctor for your yearly checkup because you haven't been to the doctor in, like, in a little bit. No, 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 that's not how he explains this. He <laughs> says, like, you got to get 
your uh, blood pressure checked yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's what causes heart disease. So you got to check it every year. And I'm like, she's 73. You should be checking that like every on month. a weekly basis. Yeah, like, but get like, on that. You should be, yeah, like, I mean. Like, and if it's high, you should be checking it like daily or hourly. Like, yeah. but also like he kind of, like, <laughs> one of the funny parts about this is like he positioned the entire point of this yearly doctor visit to be to take her blood pressure, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. To, to get like a full physical. But then yeah. when they went to the doctor, it seemed like that's all they did <laughs> is they just took the right. blood pressure. Like, yeah, your blood pressure is a little high. You should probably, you know, eat, have a low fat diet and exercise a little bit. And then they just left. And like, that was like her doctor visit for the year. It seemed like, and that's where Todd slips in his, uh, little one liners. Yeah. About the honeymoon. Yeah. I mean, this the first one liner was like, uh, my mother's so old. She would just say, put vinegar on anything, uh, on a, something that hurts. But then he says, oh, if you do that, you'll just pickle it. <laughs> All I was going to do is pickle it. <laughs> All I will do is pickle it. But you see what, I, see what I'm saying? Like, see how hard it was to say that line? And he, <laughs> you notice how smooth he was in giving that line? Which, right, either he's excellent at doing that, like saying one-liners, or it's it's authentic. He does have pretty good delivery, but who knows right. how many times they shoot those shots. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely a true. thing of like, you know, if this is a through line through the whole season, yeah. it's like he went, she went to the doctor and they're usually like, you got high blood pressure. So we got to bring it to the seasons. So we're like, oh, we got to film that somehow. So they're just like, yeah, let's fake this stupid thing over here. Yeah. So, so like they like go to, they go to the doctor's office. They make her bike on the exercise bike for a little bit. He, and Todd makes makes a comment about his mother. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to ride that uh, bike, work it like your honeymoon while she's on the like motorcycle on the bike thing, stationary work it, bike. Work it like your honeymoon. Uh, split the lily was said at some point in that conversation. Oh uh, no, no, that's that when they later. were yeah, uh, yeah, training. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, my notes got a little mixed up. <laughs> I, uh, and I don't know what's riding harder your pantyhose or you yeah because her pantyhose was falling down yeah making a bunch of weird comments about his mom that continues for most yeah. of the show so yeah. now we transition into <laughs> oh, oh wait wait before we transition away from the sexiness the, the like weird relationship that they have i'm not transitioning away from uh, that it's okay. a continuation of it but okay go ahead okay go ahead. okay so like so now they basically go home and uh, Savannah decides to like oh she's gonna help grandma out with this full fitness thing so she brings in her personal trainer and like they're stretching out and like they're working out and like it's looking pretty good because grandma was a little bit reluctant at first and now she's like into she's it she's got some fitness she's getting stretched out and like yeah she's, she's doing some things and like yep. in the uh, trainers they like, basically like like helping her with some stretches and Todd walks in and he's like, "Oh, like he's like, I walk in, see, oh, no. see, see your legs up in the air, and this this guy over here, I'm not comfortable with this." And seven like, foot tall guy, seven foot yeah. tall, and so ba basically, he thinks that like this, and it is so clear that this trainer is not making moves on her <laughs> at all. It is no. the most clear it could possibly be, but he flips out about it and fires this trainer uh, because he thought he was like hitting on his mom, basically. Yeah. Which is so wild. Like, this and is a like, trainer. He's young, good-looking guy, very fit, and he's helping and he's an old woman stretch. Him and Savannah. Yeah, he's worried correct. about him yeah. and his mom and the grandma. Which is yeah. like, and like this is this dude's already been Savannah's trainer for at least some amount of time, and like it doesn't make any sense to me because 
he seems like he's motivated to get her healthier. He's like he he, he took her to the doctor. When this is all when they d- were look, at the doctor. They're just like, hey, he's like, he's like, hey, you gotta try and eat better and exercise more, or whatever. And then and then she's doing it, and all of a sudden he's like, get out of here. This is this is why the show sucks because it's all set up, but it doesn't it's make just any like, sense, right? This, this thing, all, and then the next thing that happens, yeah, is that Todd comes in this down in this ridiculous workout outfit, and I'm like, wait, 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 before we get there. We just got to describe. This is where he says, "Split in the tulip, yeah. oh, Lily." Right. So okay. the, I, didn't, the, I didn't remember where it was. The mom is stretching. So the grandma's stretching. The trainer has her leg and is pushing the leg to get a good stretch. And Todd comments that his mom's legs reminds him of splitting the lily during the stretch. Too too much. Too too much, Todd. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of that was also set up. It was like, oh, if you go in this, like you do this, then it's like I could say this. Splitting the lily. That the entire thing was definitely set up. Yeah, but I just don't know. Like, this is what I I'm like. It's definitely set. They're working a sm- working out in a small space in a living room. Yeah, no, I, like, mean, no, that, I mean that, that is not the ideal place to I do mean, that. I, I know the whole th- the whole scene is set up, but I'm yeah. just wondering how much of the how much of it is written versus how much of it is just them just like in a situation. I feel like they probably shot that ten times. <laughs> Whatever, it's possible. Then the next thing that happens, the next Todd thing, yeah. comes next down thing. in this like ridiculous looking outfit. Like it's like it's like neon hoodie, but the sleeves are white, but the rest of it's neon. He had a t-shirt like on. Mesh. It's yeah. like a mesh thing going on. And he was like, he, he was like, there was a kitchen counter and he kept putting his leg up on the counter. <laughs> and his dick was just like right at the camera and right at his mom. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. He was trying to get a camel toe on the camera. Oh, it my was God. definitely can't like manto broto broto. Is, is that what that's called broto? Is that's that a real what, thing? Uh, that's what I'm calling it. That's a great name. Coin that term. Yeah, you better coin that. Yeah, that's hashtag it. Gotta get, get that trend. Put that shit on Twitter. Hashtag broto. uh yeah uh is that like the then i guess after he fails he fails at working out with his mom essentially yeah so now so now his mom because he couldn't deal with his trainer working her out uh she's gonna die of heart disease because she's not can't exercise because this guy's an idiot (laughs) very fatalistic (laughs) (laughs) and then you know there's this shitty scene and then he like relents and calls the trainer back and then they have the scene about him, her like working out with the trainer and him working out with the trainer in the park. Yeah, which is one common theme where it seems like because Todd is such a helicopter or controlling person that it's okay if people do the things they want to do as long as he comes along. Yeah, I mean, He's that's a definitely a big thing. That's what he says a lot in season one. Right, like connecting the dots, right? It seems like he just doesn't trust any person anywhere ever no he just yeah. needs to be involved That's i mean it. i i will say that like i felt the helicopterness a lot more in season one than i did in season six it seemed right. like a, a lot of the time in season six like the mom was really the one like in control of things and laying down the law yeah. and trying yeah. to rein in todd and, and in season one, it was that didn't seem to be the case. It was like Todd is like, I'm running this ship. 
Well, you're this doing show what I'm saying. Called... I'm tracking all your cars and phones and computers. Like he was, he, he yeah. definitely seemed like he was a lot more. He calls the show Crisley knows best. So like you assume it's about him knowing best. Yeah. But it is ambiguous. And season six is you're right. Like he's not in charge really at all. It's all the mom is yeah, the one. He's like, just cl- all these he's just clowning around everywhere, and she's just trying to rein in his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like the mom. So we can transition to the other storyline in this. <laughs> okay. Like I feel like the mom might like the granddaughter more than he does. Like I feel like she's more into the situation than he is. The birthday party. Not the birthday party. In general, I mean, I don't want to, I hate to say this about a parent, but I'm just saying like, I think that, you know, she's more of like a, like the mother daughter relationship there is stronger than the daughter, like granddaughter father relationship. I, I, and then like that, this episode through line was mostly about her. So like, it definitely made it seem like the mother was like more in charge than anything. And like, she, she was kind of. I kind of saw that same dynamic popping up a little bit with her and the son Grayson in the first season. Because she, she, she kept on saying, like, like, Grayson's the love of my life. And every time she would say that, Todd would, like, roll his eyes and, like, like So it was it was kind of, like, a weird dynamic. Like, I was in my random internet researching. Like, I, I'd found out. I'm not sure which, which of the kids this is. But he had had at least a couple of those kids with a prior wife. Uh, and I think that maybe okay. Grayson might have been the first kid that he had. Yeah, with that, that would wife make a lot of sense. or something. Got so it. it. Could be something like that. So there's. So I we never really mentioned all of the people on the show. Yeah, it's you know. There's like there's, a lot there's of like kids. Savannah, yeah. Grayson, in season six, and the got and the granddaughter and and the and the other son. What was the other son's name? The like, son who was getting in trouble for going to the football game. That what, guy. What was his name? I don't know his name, but that's no who. Idea. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> Way to yeah. go, guys! Yeah. <laughs> where are Rob? Where are you? We need Spi- you. <laughs> Spiky hair guy. We can we right. can call him that if you want to. Spiky guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian, one, you got the name. Brian. Yeah. Talk uh, to the talk into uh, the mic, Brian. No, I don't. <laughs> one one thing that stood out uh, Chase, for me. Chase. Yeah. Sorry. Chase and Grace. A lot of cupcakes and and muffins. You were obsessed yeah. with the cupcakes. <laughs> I just we were we were watching the scene. There was in a coffee shop. Yeah, they had nine and muffins. There was this platter of muffins in the table. They had a platter of muffins for four people. And what? Noah's like, why the fuck do they have so many muffins? Why do they have why? so many? Yeah. <laughs> hey, does anyone else see how many muffins they have? I mean, my guess is that this coffee shop was just like, oh, you guys are shooting TV show in here. Let me put on a nice platter of our stuff here for you to shoot. Right, but that makes it seem really weird that four people are eating at a cafe. By the way, they all has had dishes in front of them also with some stuff. So with they mu- have they like platter of muffins. Eating muffins, but I definitely want to know to shut up about the muffins during the episode. But I, are you like, judging think, them for eating like three muffins for no, breakfast? No, I'm not like, judging them about that. It's just that it's so odd that four people are out eating somewhere and they have a platter of muffins between them. Like I just think that when you roll up on like this coffee shop with like the TV cameras, they just give you a bunch of food. A hundred percent. Like may, may in their be, best interest. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes away from the authenticity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we're gonna this go with. This is the thing that's breaking that's, the show down. Is that's the why it muffins. breaks down. Because who oh. orders a platter of muffins? Oh no. How about this? Maybe in Nashville <laughs> at the coffee shops you like eat the muffin, then you pay for it. Instead of doing it the opposite, so they just have muffins on the table. So, like, if they know, like, you have a waiter and they just notice you ate one, then they just charge you for it. No, first of all, no way. 
No way that's going to happen. That's just like health inspector. Why is the health inspector Thank you, Brian. anything to do with that? You're just like leaving muffins out. Like, well, maybe they're wrapped. Were they, they were wrapped? not wrapped. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. We got to move on. No, but I got one, one last comment. One last comment on the muffins, though. That yeah. is literally. I'm the audience right now. The only thing on the show that makes it very clear, this is not authentic. The only thing on the show that broke your immersion with the show <laughs> is the platter of muffins. Er, er, everything else, the one-liners, was that stage, how many takes no, you do. You're, you're, ins- you're an insane person. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Even Harrison is saying this, and Harrison oh. believes every reality show is real. I like to try to let myself believe. I know, but for Harrison to tell you that you're insane, that you think the show is real, is like... It's not thinking, it's the only thing that is undoubtedly... The proof <laughs> that this is fake. All right. Oh, On that man. note, this competition thing that is so fake. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's just like, it's him, uh, Savannah, or Todd, Savannah, and what's the guy's, guy's name again? Chase. Chase are like sitting in the kitchen and they're like, yeah, we got to do something great for a granddaughter. <laughs> we keep saying granddaughter because we don't know her name either. <laughs> Did they even bring her name up on the show? They definitely did. Okay. Anyway, the granddaughter. Chloe. Chloe. Boom. Chloe's birthday party. And they're like, oh, we got, we're going to turn it into a competition. And the mom's like, don't turn it into a competition. This is, you know, about Chloe, not about you guys. That was a spot on impression right there. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Uh, and then this through line goes through the whole episode where they're like, they're quote unquote competing but the mom keeps saying stop competing but savannah and todd do a thing together yeah and like how are they competing at that point like savannah and todd were a team against chase and grayson grayson yeah yeah i never got that you didn't Uh, get that yeah yeah. okay that that that, that's what the competition was so the one team the clan stuff the one team did the magic show so the oldest people versus the youngest people correct yeah for sure team old versus team young because i mean how old is chase in this one is he 20 now 21 22 in this one yeah season six probably around there yeah because he's like 15 no he's 16 he's in at season least, one. at least 16 savannah 16. was 15 in season one because they made that they said that okay so he might be older he could he, he could be he could have been 17 in season one or 17 something like that. Or eight. he's definitely still in high school high school right. driving age so narrows it down yeah and i'm assuming it's been six years yeah is it weird that they still live with their family then? I don't do think they, that do they, they not live? Do like I think that I mean th- there was some kind of comment in season six about Chase being like, "Hey, you're spending more time here than in Atlanta these days." Like there's like some I don't know there's something. Do they live that. in the Atlanta house but be on the show in Nashville? Yeah, like maybe he lives in Atlanta just for his life because they grew up there and stuff. But now the parents moved to Nashville, so shooting. Yeah, there. but he's obviously on this show full time, so like he's got well, have like, a place in Nashville. Here's the thing about this show: like, it's not clear to me how long you need to shoot this show for to get a season's worth of content. Out of it. I think it's very totally. possible you could shoot the show for a month and get a whole season out of it. Yeah. Oh, right, the like, way it's seemingly set up, sure. Yeah. So film like this whole episode in a day. Yeah. So you could totally just have him just come out to Nashville for the month and just do it. Well, this, this, this birthday party kind of like would be hard to set up whole thing in a day. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So Todd and Savannah do this like clown thing. 
Clown they school. go to clown school. He was mildly boring. Yeah, it was whatever. <laughs> and then we didn't even get this magic thing. He was like, uh, Chase was like, let me show you this magic trick. And then they it was the party. They the magic a lot. And then it was the party. And then they had like some magician kind of just do the magic. Yeah. <laughs> and they, really, and they, they were didn't just, do the magic at all. Yeah. And then they were just the like. Uh, the magician's assistants. The assistants for this thing. Yeah. Like Grayson did nothing. He was tapping on he that box, box with a wand. Yeah, he was tap tapping. Yeah, he did nothing. Uh, he's also barely in this episode. Yeah. He was yeah. definitely more in season one than he was in season six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he did a good job in episode one. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the se- yeah, so they do the birthday thing, and Chloe picks that she likes the clown thing more. Uh, I guess on this clown note, Savannah throughout this whole episode is wearing like a ton of makeup and then she's like in this clown outfit i was like i think she's wearing less makeup now than she was before (laughs) (laughs) but that's a mean joke it but i don't know how far off i am she was definitely wearing a lot of makeup i didn't even notice it yeah. All right. Thanks, Noah. <laughs> uh, I, di- I did notice that all the parents had a lot of plastic surgery. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm not great at telling plastic Todd surgery. Todd was all done. Yeah, up. I don't really know how to. Grandma. I don't really know. Um, So they have like a lack of wrinkles around like their below their eye- eyelids and like their cheeks are kind of just like not moving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, upper half of your face is kind of like unable to express as much emotion is not not would not be surprising to me like knowing like todd seems to have very high aesthetic standards from what we've seen like all of his children have the whitest possible teeth he's got this plastic surgery he is literally hand approved he says in season one he's hand approved every single item of clothing that him and his family wear uh insanity insane with i mean the through line through that episode with the the clothing store makes that make a lot of sense. It does, but it's in just context, like, but it's probably throughout the whole series he's kind of it's micromanaging these outfits. It speaks to the level of control. Is, so we didn't really talk about it, but like he's wearing like crazy like like poppin style in outfits. Yeah. This it's, whole thing we mentioned one of especially in season six. Season yeah. one is toned yeah. out a little bit. Season six he's off on season Mars. one he's not trying to pop as much but he's trying to be stylish for sure yeah but season six he's trying to pop and be stylish mm-hmm. i i think he conflicts a lot on varying that, on that front. varying results i would say yeah well it takes away from watching the show because you see him come i out, think that's like, one of the appeals of this show to people is to see him wear these crazy outfits <laughs> could be at this point season six like I one of the best parts yeah. of this episode were were his outfits. Like check out that you, coat. You think they would say something more about it? I'm sure it's I can go called on, out. I'm sure I could go online and find the like his stuff somewhere. You think there's a subreddit? No. Todd Chrisley's fashion. There is no <laughs> subreddit community for this show. There has to really? be zero subreddit community. I guarantee there's one. Yeah, they have had a post with like five comments on it per episode for like every for every episode. <laughs> like there's a, there might be a subreddit, but there's no one on it. Oh, is no not active. Do not look. Th- Noah, we might need your internet corner on. I this think one. Brian's in the internet corner right now. Okay, 
So. But what about all those hot Chrisley knows best theories? You gotta <laughs> debate some theories. So the end of this episode, they go through like the usual like this season on for season six, and none of it made me want to watch any other episode ever. You're like, no. wow, that looks like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, like <laughs> the mom burnt Todd's pie in the oven. That happened. That might be the most interesting thing yeah, that happened. That might have been the most interesting. <laughs> you burn my pie in the oven. Oh my god. There is a subreddit for it. Oh I, I mean it's how many active though? How, how many, many people, subscribers? How many people are looking at it right now? Okay, let me get this info. Your <laughs> sidebar. Eighty eight subscribers. Six users are here now. Six users. Oh! <laughs> Eighty eight though. That that's not a lot of community. It's right not, there. Now not we gotta big. see the overlap of people in that community and the people that are tweeting with hashtag Broto right now. Yep. Uh, Find our core audience. Cross reference. There was one uh thread earlier in my Google search results that was Chris Lee's knows best. Why is this even a show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair point. So at the end of season six, episode one, I was like, this has to be the longest 30 minute reality show we've watched in a long time. Like the time just stretched on and on and on. Yeah. It's just, I it's like beyond it's not, I didn't think it was just really boring. It was just so slow. Yeah. Maybe it was like the accent. Like I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Could be the well thought out and planned storylines. <laughs> Could be that uh, yeah. <laughs> that were designed perfectly to fit within this time frame. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, they're just edited to yeah. be in this time frame, Brian. Come on. Uh, yeah. So as we back, go back in time to season one. Yeah, season one, episode uno. I feel like it was more interesting to see with Todd deal with these teenagers than deal with like the kids in season six. One thousand percent. I see the season one was a lot more interesting, more a lot more tolerable than season six. I I see what you're saying. It went from like negative like a hundred to like negative ninety five in okay. terms of how interesting it <laughs> okay, was, okay, but okay. it's certainly more interesting. Yeah, I mean, like it was just it's basically just like. Season one, it seems like it's a show about a strict dad with high school kids. Like right. That's kind of what it seems like. That right? definitely seems like a more interesting show. Than, than whatever the hell season six is. And I, I don't even know what season <laughs> six is. I don't know what this whole show is. Yeah, let's sure. Let's be honest. Yeah. Season six kind of reminds me of one of the later seasons of uh, the Ozzy Osbourne show. I don't know if I really got into the later seasons of the I Ozzy Osbourne show. I definitely have never watched that show. I forgot what it was called. I know it wasn't called the Osbourne. Whatever. Yeah. Osbourne Family or something. Uh, yeah. I guess that's man. that's definitely a show we should be putting on our backlog. That one should be on the backlog. Yeah. Um, the most memorable thing of episode one was um, so his son, estranged son now. There's this, like really brief clip with him. Yeah. We. We talked about it briefly. Yeah, well, you talked about that like he's estranged, but it doesn't what Todd did. So he says, yeah, uh, I found him sleeping with a married woman. I had two private security guards pick him up, put him on an airplane to Samoa to do volunteer work for nine months. Yeah. That is that insane. That is insane. Yeah. He's, he's, an, he's a crazy person, it seems like. He he's, seems real crazy. He definitely crazy. Th- like, it's insane to watch him season one be this crazy controlling dad crazy controlling businessmen about businesses to season six where he's just like hey mom 
your pantyhose is falling down. Like, oh, you can't work out with this guy. He's too hot. Like, how does this dude transform from this, like, and, like, the mom is the one actually doing the parenting? It's just, like, such a, like, a flip. They, it seems like they got away from, like, the thing that was the reason why they made this show, which is, like, this strict dad that's trying to run this family. And, they, and like, that, now he's just hamming it up and, like, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. A lot and of ham. Is, yeah. Oh, uh, it can't be this. It, I see it's ham, but it's so bad. Yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah, the, they must have found out that that was like their their niche, right? I like think the, the audience that was who, getting attracted, they wanted more. Who watches the they show? They just wanted more weird family antics, like silly family antics. Had to be right. The market research I, doesn't lie. I don't know. I don't understand. I, it got so skewed in that direction. So he's probably like, I'm making a boatload of money off of this now. Oh yeah, he doesn't have to run another business now that he has this TV show. Don't seem like he is. Does really does not seem like he has any kind of a job in season <laughs> six, but it's not clear. Correct. He's yeah, home all day. He's definitely just kind of a. Uh, he's definitely not running a department thing. store. <laughs> Hell I'll no. Tell you that much. No. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we talk about this. So like, throughout episode one, season one, <laughs> episode one, it's all about them talking about opening this department store and how they're putting. They quote they're putting thirty percent. 35%. 35% of their wealth into this department store. Okay, they're, they're putting like $3.5 million into the this department store. And he's like, like, he's making comments about like, oh, it's got to be big. I got to be in, I'm going to get all the couches. I'm going to get all the stuff. He's talking with this other person that's going to do probably all the work. The buyer. <laughs> yeah. The, he's going to buy all the clothes for this department store or whatever. And nowhere to be seen in season six. Yeah, so we're, we're <laughs> just like, what the fuck? So I, w- I was curious about this, and I, I looked it up because uh, I'm like, hey, I wonder if this department store, I wonder how many stores they have now or whatever, because he's talking about it being some big dis- department store brand, some kind of chain. And not only does it not exist anymore, but it never existed ever. They never opened any of the, like any stores. They never opened their first store. And apparently, like, when the events of like the the end of season one are going on and they're supposedly like leasing the space for this department store. It's around the same time that he's going through a bankruptcy, which is what, how I, do you get the show made while you're going through bankruptcy? That's probably why he got the show made. That could be, who knows why? What do you mean? Like, I don't, like oh, I'm going through bankruptcy, so let me spend this money on making an eight episode TV reality show. This guy doesn't seem the guy's too... not funding the show. Yeah, like like Chris Lee is not paying for the production of the show. Right? Well, I, I, well, I don't know if this is a one eight hundred ask Gary situation. I don't. Th- my my read on is is not a one eight hundred ask Gary situation. I was I was looking for his name in the executive producer producer list, and I didn't see it, but. That's crazy that this show is like, how are the producer, how is the producer from, it's on UPS or something? USA. 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 The same. Gets delivered to delivery service. Uh, (laughs) uh, Whatever. They're they're pretty similar. They deliver They deliver shows now. Yep. They deliver garbage right to your doorstep. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh. man. Harsh. Uh, Like, I want to know what the producers from that network, how the show got set up. I really like. It's got to be something like somebody met this dude at some event. And they're just like, "You're an insane person." Yeah. He doesn't. Maybe seem we should that make in, a show like, about you. He's insane, but he's not like overly insane. 
uh, he, he, was, he, he he is not a crazy personality. Like you meet them and you're like, wow, this guy's off his rocker. But probably if you talk with him with, for like more than five, 10 minutes to be like, oh, what did you do today? Well, I read all my son's text messages because yeah. <laughs> and like, you're like, oh boy. Like all it takes is him explaining his surveillance of his children, how he manages his kids to be like, guess what? I got trackers on all my kids' cars. I got yeah. trackers on all their phones. I can see all their text messages. I'm monitoring all their computer traffic. There was literally a scene in the show where like, the Chase is looking at some porn on his computer and it pops up on the dad's screen. He's like, oh, Chase looking at porn. He goes upstairs. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And takes the laptop and yeah. throws it in the pool. That was so set up that like I know I, I yeah. can like, like I get it, but like it's like it's like it's it's those kinds of stories that I'm sure he tells people hundred percent. Like the right person heard that story and there's like we got we got to learn more about this yeah. situation. I, I think the biggest difference is when we see crazy people on other reality shows, they're not as articulate as him. Like he's, he's, he is he, pretty he, yeah, yeah right. I mean, as well you mentioned with his one-liners, he's pretty shit. good. Yeah, exactly. He just says crazy shit in an articulate manner. I, I just. I, I get it. I just don't get the show. Like, at no. All. Then no. you don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I, it was a big deal in the first episode about how he's controlling his kids. Yeah. I mean, that was the other through line through this episode was like, mm-hmm. he's like got, you know, nanny software on the computers. Apparently there was a thing in the pool. He like has trackers on the car. And the big thing that happened this episode was that Chase <laughs> goes to this football game when you know Todd says no, no, he's like seventeen, eighteen, right? And like Todd just says no, you can't go because there's a girl there, essentially. And he's like, no, I played that game in high school, not not on my watch or whatever. I'm like, that's not a good excuse not to let your kid go to a game like the game. There's all yeah. Like if you if you catch him going to not the game, like to her house or something, then like you got some problems. He's not definitely not a reasonable person. He also mentions <laughs> no. in this episode how like hot his high school son is and how he's got to watch out for him <laughs> yeah. getting all the girls because he's too hot. Basically, <laughs> it's like it's so crazy. Like he is overly sexual with his family. Like oh, there's yeah. a lot of boundaries being stepped over. A lot of boundaries. Definitely. Maybe it's a southern thing. Maybe. The overt sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't like this, this dude is just crazy. I think he's just a crazy dude. Yeah. Uh, so like after Chase goes to the football game, they have this scene like, I don't terrible acting. I don't know with Chase and dad be like, I told you not to go and you went and you're you're a terrible kid or something. It was like so awkward. He's like, like, it was like I left you it, a present. It felt yeah. like it took like five minutes, but I'm sure it was only like thirty seconds. He's like, well, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and he's like, well, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Yeah, it was like <laughs> so awkward. Uh, yeah, and then you find out that uh, Todd put like a boot on his car and like put on a whatever the lock thing is yeah, yeah on the steering wheel it's called the club the club <laughs> i knew it was a famous name but i, I couldn't bring it up 
I have one. Well, yeah, you my, do? my girlfriend has one. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was about to ask if they still have oh. one. Yeah, Great. we actually used it the other day. N- Noah, due, due to some uh, garage issues. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Noah thinks that he has one, but it's not his. It's not and, mine. And, and well, I, I first wanted to say, like, oh, should I mention it? <laughs> yeah. But, interesting. Uh, uh, they, the situation is so contrived. It's. And. Oh, yeah. Uh, what el- anything else interesting happened in the first episode? I feel like we no. this the we got an introduction to the older daughter that wasn't in season six. Yep, she has crazy hair in this show. Yeah, it was like that uh, high ponytail thing. I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell. It was just I like I, I, I do like the first grader, Great Grayson. Yeah, he he was in the. The season six. He made a dick joke. Well, that was pretty he, good. He wanted to go to Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pretty good kid. And, and then he had this also, also this crazy closet that was separated by season. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. Oh Tom. gosh. There was in the closet, Brian. <sighs> so that, that's the explanation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like closets that is basically a room and has a table in the center, and it's organized by season because this room, by the way. Is like bigger than most people's like one bedroom apartments, like the whole apartment, including yeah. the bedroom, it is ginormous. Yeah, it's definitely bigger than like a studio, and like the whole wall is just covered in like hanging like clothes. And he's like, "Yeah, it's based on season." I'm like, "Why? Well, just put some clothes away when it's not summer. Like in the winter, you don't need to see the no, summer but clothes." He loves displaying all those clothes. He's like, this is my fall section. It's my summer section. Yeah, but every but- year you got to buy the new fashion. So, like, what's the point? Like, it's you true. can't have summer clothes from last summer. He- you throwing those clothes away? You're definitely right because I saw nothing like season six in season one <laughs> closet. That's true. Yeah, he just- said he spends three to four hundred thousand dollars a year on clothes. Hundred thousand? He said that in the show. Did he really? He I definitely said I that. I don't, I don't that is that so point. much money to spend on clothes. I he, feel like he didn't say that. He, I'm, I'm gonna go to the internet corner it, for a little bit just to prove this. I mean, yeah. It, even if it's like forty thousand, like it's like still I get definitely see him spending a ton of money on clothes. Like in season six, he was like every scene he was wearing something different that is not cheap clothes. Do you think he primed that like crazy ass tracksuit? <laughs> like, there's no way you'd have that before this, right? I mean, that you definitely buy that tracksuit for this show. Okay, just to confirm, he did say that. Okay, hundred thousand. Oh my god, he said three to four hundred thousand. Correct. Yeah, yeah, but like, <sighs> so is that pre-show or post-show? This is the first up one one. He says this. Jesus. So this dude goes through bankruptcy. But spends like 400k. That's why he's going through bankrupts. Part of the reason, probably, I would guess. Don't figure out the mystery. Let's pack (laughs) it in, boys. You see how big that house is? He's spending $4,000 a year on clothes. Not not a great recipe. Season six, that house is considerably bigger than season one. It's also in Nashville. Mm. They moved to Nashville from wherever the hell season one was. And that house is considerably bigger. Right. They said, opening, we live in a gated community with Usher and Chipper Jones. Yeah. Oh, they really name dropped Chipper Jones. Oh, yeah. It's a real Atlanta kind of Is that like 
a downgrade for Usher. Like, oh, damn it. These fucking reality show fuckers. 100%. Store. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Usher's like, I got to move. Usher's got to move at that point. Usher's got to be goes the neighborhood. Un- unreasonably wealthy because he gets that Justin Bieber money. How much of a cut? Like, like, is he get a cut of all Justin Bieber money or just like the early stuff that he kind of. I just assume he's like a pr- producer, right? He's on his label. I, I assume. I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but like, he just seems like that would put you in like a different echelon of wealth if you are. Oh yeah, if you're getting that Justin Bieber money. Yeah, it's like like Chris was saying he makes millions a year. Like that would be. Yeah, there's no reason for Usher to live next to a millionaire. He should be no. living next to like he's got a like 500 millionaires is where he needs to be living next to. Like he doesn't, he has enough money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of done with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like the show just felt so long. Like I can't tell you a show that felt longer at this point. Uh, Real, Real Housewives of New Jersey would like to have a word. It's been so long though. It's been <laughs> like three years since we watched that. I have no, I have I remember it being It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> I didn't even think it was that long, though. It just, I was just like, oh. it's a half hour show, but like, it was still so mind numbingly stupid. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. It felt like it was a half hour show that felt like an hour. So I felt like we watched two hours of TV. Really? Oh, no, my God. Yeah. Some I, may say that gives you a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Noah, give me the ranking. Give it to me. I'm going to put this in uh, middle of the bottom third. This this isn't like on the ground for me because it wasn't – I didn't find it as excruciating as you did. Uh, I mean, to be put on the bottom of the bottom, I mean, it's, you know, it's tough. No, it's the middle of the bottom. No, I'm just saying like I could – Yeah. I don't know. It's – I. It, Ran- stack ranking into ninths isn't like so hard. <laughs> stack yeah. ranking into thirds, reasonable. Ninths is like it's tough. I just for, like how you cut a pizza. For dude. me, the show <laughs> like, there were shows we've watched that were a lot worse. Like any of the property finding type shows. Um, no, those are better. Th- then why don't you put this higher? Like if if you feel like those shows are below this. <sighs> Those those are definitely lot. not. We've only ever done like two property shows, essentially, and they were excruciating for Noah. Like, yeah, Noah, have you seen Tiny House Hunters? No, but I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so yeah, not a great show. Probably wouldn't watch again, but if it was on, I wouldn't look away. I can't believe you would say that. <laughs> I like literally can't believe it. <laughs> I am intrigued. Like how this if, develops. If somebody is watching that, I'm going in the other room. Like I'm <laughs> like I am gonna go sit on a stool in another room staring at paint dry. And stools suck. They don't have any. Uh, <laughs> hey Chris, you want to give us your rating? Bottom of the bottom. This is <laughs> guaranteed top bottom of the season. I like guaranteed top bottom. <laughs> man, it's on the bottom five for sure of this season. Like I started from the bottom. I can't. I'm like, that's all I have to say about this show. It's not great, Chris. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Harrison, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to say this is, is going to be a bottom third show for me as well. Uh, I, I can't imagine watching it again. 
it's you know, I can't imagine this show existing. There's got to be some money laundering or something going so on. This show, like, happening. like there's there's questionable things happening I, that this show exists. You know, like I I can see how season one, like I I, I can see how some people would have gotten hooked on season one. I no, like when I say that, I just mean like I could see season one. I can maybe even see season two to be like, oh, people kind of like the show. You know, let's you know it was only eight episodes season one, by the way. Yeah. So like, let's order a full season. You know, maybe maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But season six, like, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like this is like soap opera territory for me. Like, yeah, this better be on during the day. You got to be like, this has got to be hard target at moms or something. Like, as far as but it's not. As far as cost of reality shows to make, this is yeah. at the bottom. This costs nothing to make. You this think show. so? Totally. Well, Mister People think that there's writers here. There's, I mean, that's not bottom of the barrel. I guess there's that's still writers true. for the reality shows, and they also have other stuff going on. This has nothing going on, and all the writers. <sighs> I feel like the pr- it's produced pretty well. Like it like is. the camera the actual, work is pretty well. The actual pretty, production yeah, the of it, good. the actual production of it is pretty bare bones. Though you just get like one or two camera dudes in a house and you're shooting i mean it's pretty but i feel like it's produced pretty well like in terms of like setting up all these plot lines and through lines like sure it's boring and dull because the people in them are like they're not actors yeah so that's why the show is bad but i feel like it's produced real it's not cheap somebody definitely sat down and wrote a bunch of things for them to do and then they did them yeah Yeah. that's certainly stephanus is not that small because actually they had different camera angles the lighting's good. Like, there's definitely okay, a crew. They had two cameramen. Sure. Like, I'm no, just but saying, the like, lighting, boom, like, uh, there's definitely a know. crew. I don't know. I feel like there's probably more people working on this than, like, the challenge. I, hate I the definitely challenge. don't think that's true. Like, the challenge doesn't, isn't produced nearly as well. Like, the cost of producing the challenge have to be higher than this. Yeah, because they're sending people they're sending to, sending like, people locations. places. They're building out houses. They're building out sets. They're doing all this shit. Like, they're doing things. Right, they're, right. that's, that's an exaggeration, cost. but I don't think this is a very cheap reality show. Yeah. I just, like, they don't, they don't need to build anything. It's all about just, like, writing the thing and getting a camera guy. I feel like you're it. underestimating how much, how much work it takes to make the show look this good no no i mean and of course this show of like, course they have they have a competent set of people shooting the thing so it looks good but like all right ryan <laughs> give me a ranking here top of the top no, <laughs> no, no he's no, going no. to the top um it's definitely like middle to bottom because uh, i mean i would also have this on in the background just for the stupid fucking one-liners they're too good no. and too bad all of your lying, That's a good point, you never put this on. I'm not going to put it on. I Absolutely not. Like, if I've slipped through the channels and I saw, and, like, it was the only thing on, like, I don't know. I couldn't, like, pop on a naked dating show or some shit, then this is still going on. I just, I can't envision the scenario. I, I, can't, I can't. I, like, I literally can't imagine you not walking out of the room if this is on. <laughs> or, like, like, if it's on at a hospital that, or something, you're like, can you change the channel? Like, I can't imagine it. The thing is, like, you don't even have to watch it. You, it's just on in the background. There's doesn't matter. Watch a Twitch stream. Watch somebody play like Civ Six in silence. It sounds more <laughs> exciting. Yeah, that, I mean, mm. yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Yeah, Harrison, 
any challenge update? You are you updated? Well, with I, the I think I think before we get into some of these updates, we should give a, a special shout out here. Oh yeah, Lo- loyal listeners of the show will probably have probably realized that Rob hasn't been here for the past few weeks. Uh, yep. We just wanted to share with the audience that Rob and his wife friend of the pod emmy uh she's been on the pod has been on the pod a couple of times friend of the pod has been uh had a beautiful baby girl so uh congratulations to rob and emmy and uh, hopefully hopefully we'll have uh have you back on the pod soon yeah uh it's great congratulations uh anyone else no i'm not up to date on the challenge so i unfortunately can't give an update there this it's not it's not worth watching the off seasons. I'm gonna maintain that. I I popped the episode one on on the side while I was doing something, and I was like, nope. The, there's it's, it's, the Miz, not good. There's there's certainly the Miz is garbage. There's been a little more strategy on this season than there have been on some of the previous celebrity seasons. I I feel like the mixing of the teams is a good idea, but then. You get the usual challenge BS about like, oh, you got to kick off the beginning people. Yeah. Right? Which is like, it's kind of shitty in general. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the best thing to come out of this, this spinoff. So the, the last couple of seasons, um, they've, they've had this, this cast member, um, Luis, who's an Olympic hurdler for the, for Great Britain, who's been on there. And she's been like a really, really good personality on there, and like she's been getting getting into that dirty strategy a bunch, and like I I I'd, I'd love to see them get her on a real season, the challenge, and see how that goes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean the challenge subreddit hasn't seemed to be like this season sucks, but I feel like the 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 amount of chatter is probably just down way less than like a challenge subreddit is hunger for any content. Gotta There's think. so many posts on like old seasons of the challenge. <laughs> like I just watched Rivals; it was amazing, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> "What?" I I I really want to get into the challenge subreddit. But I'm really worried about spoilers in there because like there's they, I mean, they, they're pretty. I haven't run into any spoilers. Okay, okay. Uh, so when a regular challenge season is on, I've never been spoiled. There's like they'll have like a a thread like spoiling you know season 33 or 32 sure, sure. or whatever and you just don't click on that one gotcha and they're i think the moderators must be pretty good because i don't see any that's good that's good so feel free to jump on the challenge subreddit yeah without pu- with punity okay there you go uh what else uh i've been watching legion actually tell me a little bit about legion because I've, I've heard some good things but i don't know a lot about it I don't know if it's going to make it past season two, but it is this crazy show about a mutant in the X-Men universe that has insane powers. He's like the most powerful person like in the world. Like essentially he can manipulate reality in any way he sees fit and he can like read minds. He's just like, all if you wanted any power, he almost has it. Like, it's like, like the guy in Avengers Infinity. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like it's like it's like having the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, but the through line is that there's this Shadow King guy, and he he was messing he messes with uh, the main character's David, and like it's all about like he's David is the main character, and he's like an unreliable narrator because this 
this other, I already said Shadow King, but like you don't really know who he is at the beginning, is manipulating him and he's, and you don't really know what's going on and it scratches the same itch that Westworld does where like mm-hmm. what is going on in this world and it's like filmed beautifully. It's like, it's it's very much kind of like a comic as you go along. There's like different chapters and like you're just trying to like get pieces of the story as it goes along and it's very interesting and it's like has that same like there's this mystery going on but it's got another layer of just like where Westworld just tries to say stuff about saying stuff about humanity and family and like tries to get into this like human what it means to be human this kind of goes in a the direction of like what are you seeing is real what is real can especially in this world where this character can manipulate reality. It's like he can do things. Is that real? Or is he not seeing things that are real? It's, it's very questionable. Like you're just trying to question what's going on. And I I noticed that a lot of these shows are very spoon fed to us. And with these two shows, Westworld and Legion that I like kind of crave for not being spoon fed. It's, it's, it's cool to hear that they execute it well because, like, sometimes when you get some of these shows where it's, like, there's some character that can just alter the nature of reality, it gets kind of hard to make that show, like, yeah, have like, it be reasonable to watch. I, I, I 100% understand, and, like, it's not really about his powers, but he can do things that, like, no one else can do, so it's, like, he's, an impo- he's very important to the world to, like, accomplish some tasks, so we can't just be, like, well, you know, give him medicine to make him like not insanely powerful anymore because you need him you need him but then there's also like other people around that just kind of have also have it like there's insane things happening all the time because there's just people with powers and like it's something westworld or other shows can't do or don't do well gotcha Uh, where do you go to watch a show it's on fx 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 gotcha got the shows yeah FXX got the shows. Yeah. Uh, Season one was really good. Season two, I feel like is going up and down, but I'm really excited to see where it goes and uh, start watching it because I hear the ratings aren't great. So hopefully. Okay. I don't know. They added another episode to season two. So I don't know if they're like, no, they're not coming back or not. Is this the place in the, in the Marvel universe at all? Or is it? Oh, it's a it Marvel X-Men. X-Men, but is it is it the X Men side of that stuff, or is it the MCU side of that it's stuff? It's The X Men, X Men side. side of it. It's like so, like all the X Men TV shows are separate, so like right. they're not in the same world. Gotcha. Okay. Um, kind of most of the Marvel stuff are kind of in their own world too. Like, yeah, I mean, but like like, like some of that stuff on Netflix is theoretically in the same world. Right. Yeah, like, it, like uh, Avengers one world, and then like that's it, <laughs> <laughs> like a post Avengers one, and then like yeah, uh, I would love for them to like just like Daredevil is such a great character to like be in one of these movies. It is kind of fucked up that none of these TV Marvel people are in any of these movies. Yeah, like, like even like a small cameo of the three of them. Yeah, it's like Luke Cage definitely, or like the Iron Fist is definitely needs to. You'd think they that, need to drop him. You'd think sure. that they want to drop like Jessica Jones in one of these movies. She's been in, like in, like that show's done very well. Like from what I, I don't know. Netflix like, doesn't release any numbers to me, so I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, at least I hear a lot of people saying that they watch it and like it. Season one was really good. Yeah. I'm still working my way through season two. There you go. 
I think it's starting to pick up towards the end, but like, I don't understand why we always have to get the backstory of like a popular character. All the, like, it happens with Wolverine all the time. It was like X Men One introduced Wolverine, X Men Two. It's essentially let's go back to Wolverine's origin with you know Weapon X. Then they make X Men Origins Wolverine. I'm like, didn't we do this already? Like, everyone loves a good origin story, though. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's just I mean, that- Spider Man Homecoming definitely made it apparent that we don't always need the, the backstory of character. Yeah, I mean, we got the Spider Man origin story in that one. I mean, it's a different Spider Man origin like, story, but so like Jessica Jones season one is about her like kind of using her powers and like. Season two doesn't have to be a, like you don't need to know where she got her powers, and that's what season two is about. Sure, yeah, you, you don't, yeah, you don't have just, to know. Well, she doesn't know, and she didn't seem all that interested in finding out before season one. So, like, oh, now you know, after I've dealt with this crazy guy, now I can fi- figure out how I got my powers. Like, now is the perfect time. You I mean, might like, be curious. I mean, you're always curious, but like. It just seems like it's an easier, convenient story to do. And I'd rather them do something more interesting because I didn't think it that it was that interesting. Maybe if they did a better job, I wouldn't have said that. Right, right. Like, uh, I mean, it does kind of put a bow on her, like, family slash histories. I mean, probably by the end of the season. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well. Uh, and obviously Westworld. We Westworld. So let's not spend 30 minutes talking about like we did last week. We should talk about it a little bit at least. Right. We got a little bit crazy last week. Did we? It's okay. Really it's okay. Though. It's okay though. <laughs> uh, this episode was great. It oh, was yeah. way better than episode three. Agreed. I think that uh, one of the best episodes of the show, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. With uh, Mr. What's his name? Delos? Mr. Delos? Delos. That... Like, that whole thing is, yeah, that's definitely a game changer. Yeah, okay. So we're going to spoil some Westworld here. So follow us on Twitter at Who Put This On. Find us on Facebook.com. So Who Put This On. Email us questions, suggestions, Who Put This On at gmail.com. As you can tell by this episode, you know, suggestions come and we do them. Yeah. At least eventually they get added to the queue. Yeah. Uh, and I want to know who you think the real human, the other like pseudo human is. So you got like the Mr. Dello style human. There's another one because of the brain thing that yeah, Bernard, Bernard picked, picked up, up in the lab. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's either Ford or it's Arnold. I Ford. There's, I don't think there's any chances Ford because I think it's lazy storytelling and that this show doesn't, I guess, I don't know. It would, it would, it would explain why Ford was, would, would was so willing to put this plan in motion and have himself be killed by Dolores yeah, because he, because he knew would, that he could live forever. But in a it was robot undermi- body. it would undermine his like thing in season one where it was like, he, he definitely had quotes about like legacy and death and like you can't, you would undermine that whole plot line by having him come back. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I, but like I I I agree with you that I don't think that it's him one because I think it might be too obvious too many people would guess it and then 
Uh, Maybe they think that so that they think, then, they think that so you don't think that and then they do it. Could be. And But like it also seemed like Delos was like conducting all these other experiments in labs that were not not known to Ford or the Westworld people is what it seems like. Right. So, so like so it seems like Ford d- didn't know this stuff was going on. I don't I think Ford knew. I mean like I guess he kind of half knew cuz he's going around terraforming the whole place all the time. Yeah. Like he knew Ford he'd, like, he'd, like knows run one of these labs. Everything that happened in that park. But like everything. It does it does seem like that like hey this is like this is like a Delos is, board th- project. This is, this is, this is this not is my the, thing. This is the bigger game that Delos is playing here with whatever they're doing. Well there there's definitely a piece where Ford is dealing with the park and this that's his thing. And Delos, Man in Black, and William or whatever have their own thing where they're like collecting user data and they're apparently trying to live forever. Yeah. Like, I don't think Ford's like in charge of that. He's not, well, yeah. It was definitely not in charge. I don't think he's in charge of that. I mean, like, like, I'll definitely agree. It doesn't seem like he's interested in immortality. and. So it would be really weird to have Ford do that. Yeah. I, I think it's... It might be William against his will. Like, and he shows up as young William to old William, which I think would be a co- like an interesting. That'd like, be kind of crazy. Like, yeah. Because, like, young William would definitely would have wanted this, and old William doesn't want this. It, it, like, as the progression through time in this episode, as William shows up to talk to Mr. Delos, it seems like he's like more, he's so inclined in the beginning, but at the end, he's like, this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible mistake. The William is definitely a hybrid. You think so? Like 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 current day Man in Black William? Um, I think all the way back. It's so odd that he continues to stay in Westworld. Right? And like so previously in the first season you think he's just like this rich guy and just keeps paying to be there. But now we discover he actually works for them. He really owns it. Well, basically, at this yeah, point. He owns it. Yeah. And he's trying to go find something. And so the question, I think, is going to be answered. Like, what is he actually trying to go find? Which then, like, loops around this whole story. But like, yeah. It's so it's just unnatural. Like, why does he keep living in Westworld? And only people that would do that is that uh, people that have a, a, a narrative, right? How they, as, as they see in the show. I don't think and so. I think that, that's his narrative. I think that would undermine the whole show. I don't think that's it at all. It is also unclear to me how much time William is spending in Westworld doing like Westworld missions. Like it's, right. it's, it, it's, it's kind of unclear in the I, scope I of the show how much like time he's there for. William in the show, his motivations are when he first goes there, he finds himself. And now that he's like retiring from the company cause he's getting old He's like, oh well, I can spend my retirement in Westworld and just have fun. Like, it doesn't seem like he's having fun. He is definitely having fun. Like, hundred percent. He's like, yeah. he's trying to find something. He's trying to find himself. He's trying to remember finding himself. Like, that's what he's doing in the park. But that sounds like a narrative from one of the robots of trying to remember something. No, right? I I think that would undermine the whole show. Hundred percent undermine the whole show to have William be a robot. Like, how do you have a show about what makes you to be human when there's no humans in the show? Yeah, what about Elsie, though? Yeah. 
<laughs> Elsie's a robot. Like if William's a robot, Elsie's a robot. That's that's obviously the thing with this whole show is that it's you don't never know who's a robot and who's not a robot. No, but that's not what the show's about. I mean, it's definitely part of the show. It's definitely the first it's part, it's part season the was mainly about that. No, I don't. William is not a robot. Ford is not coming back as a robot. Guarantee, guarantee. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Brian, but. Brian, you were weighing on this. Well. I originally thought like, oh yeah, like there, uh, Man in Black was a robot. Sorry, uh, human, and then the William was a robot. But then, you, yeah, you took it a step further, like, oh, they'll meet. And that was awesome. No, I I think that you know, so Man, William is trying to find the door. That's that's what Ford has set him out to do is find the door. Yeah. So, I could totally see the door being the solution. To potentially this like hybrid problem, like you know, because they couldn't figure it out with Mister Dello. So like, yeah, similar to the maze, where the maze is how the hosts like figure reach out reach consciousness. Yeah, like I mean, I I can certainly see that, and like I don't really know how this whole clone. I'm gonna call it a clone because I guess that's kind of what it is, right? Yeah. Like I don't really know how it works. Like I don't know if it's like the the mind is dependent on the body being the same or anything like that or like if now like the minds of all these hosts are just interchangeable and then everything's really fucked up well the, i mean the hosts i can i could imagine you could change bodies i feel like these hybrids probably not i don't know like i mean it's it seems like there's something to like I, I like it seems like there is something about like not just wanting to shove another like the one person's personality into another body like there's something weird going on there. Right? Is that the whole like, thing with Dolores and Wyatt? No, I mean yeah. Wyatt never really existed. It's kind of like a Dolores storyline, but it, it's kind of it's uh, it's super weird. Like, I don't know the Wyatt Dolores is like a mer like Dolores merged with Wyatt at it's, some point. I don't know. Like, it's all really confusing. Welcome to Westworld. Welcome to Westworld. Uh, I also think it might be Bernard as the hybrid. I feel like the Arnold, fact... you mean? Oh, no, oh, like that Bernard is a hybrid. I think or, no, Bernard is a regular host. Okay. That we So, season one, Bernard, host. Okay. So, season two, when we see Bernard, like, in that post-season one stuff, like, in that timeline, it's Bernard, but it, I think it might be where it shows like the flash forward kind of stuff that might be Arnold. Yeah. I mean, like I think it's certainly possible that it's Arnold or something. I don't know. I mean, it could be anyone. I don't know. I, I still think it is like very high possibility of it being William because William says that the, at some point in the season that he needs to go fix his greatest mistake, which the greatest mistake might be, Kurt William doesn't want to live forever, right? He says death has to matter. Death is important. So, like, if he ever set this program up to copy himself, that would be his greatest mistake. Or at least he might theoretically think that that is yeah. his greatest mistake. Yeah. So, man, th- there's a there's my Westworld two cents for this All week. Right. Westworld. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, Rate us on iTunes, guys. I already gave the spiel. So yeah, iTunes. Hit us on that that social media. That social, the socials. Maybe we should get a Snapchat. 
Should we get a Snapchat? We get Snap all our while we're watching the shows. Ooh, I wish that Snap lets you have mul- have multiple profiles in the app. That'd just nice. get a burner phone. Get, yeah, get that burner phone. We need, we need that. <laughs> we'll just hook it up to my iPad. We'll hook it up to like your <laughs> iPad or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, see. Uh, well, next week I think we might be off. Maybe we'll put a best of out. Stay tuned to our Twitter for for updates. Oh. Oh man, that's that's a big. I just there. I just promised the Twitter <laughs> update. <laughs> you did. It's on. It's on the record. All right. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs>